Now I'm ready. So, as I said, I was going to talk about uh, meditation today. It's actually on thought and how we make that a big deal and then how we are now augmented by this, uh, uh, all this amplification of the information with the devices, with continuous flow of news and with the, you know, everything is more information, right? Uh, we have more information uh, through everything rather than um, uh, just uh, uh, we used to do only with few textbooks and all that, but with uh, medical medicine also, we have so much information on a second by second basis. Of course, everybody else is also like that too. So I was thinking uh, uh, this should be presented a major way because people are uh, kind of worried about uh, um, getting neurotic with all that information that people are doing, you know. Uh, so that is the topic is going to be. <clears throat> and obviously, I'm an informatician. I did some work on the information overload. Um, it all started actually when I first started my geriatric programs in Chicago. I was very interested in the dementia patients because they are losing their personality and they are not able to talk to their family properly and all that. And then contrast was what I was seeing with the, uh, with the most of our uh, yogis, they were very, very short, even to the last days of their life. You know, I wanted to understand what they were doing. And they were doing this uh, uh, meditation where uh, they are not forcibly controlling the thought, but very smartly getting into this periods of silence, which is nurturing them. And then they are being... Uh, very relaxed other times when they are not using the thought. So I thought that was very commonsensical and why modern uh, times are not uh, looking at that and then we're, uh, we're forever getting into more information, more information and more uh, doing, uh, more thinking all the time. So that kind of things really made me study that at, at length and it was uh, several years to understand where the thought is important, where the thought is getting too much for some people and some people are able to handle better. Um, then I came up uh, uh, some conclusions about the meditation and later on I came to know it is not uh, uh, the kind of meditation people are doing here but rather than uh, how to get into the periods of silence that people experience. You know, there's a whole lot of things for that. Um, so we can, each person can ask themselves, um, am I silent at least for a few minutes a day? And that makes a lot more difference than, uh, uh, you know, not uh, asking the question and going about the life and trying to do all sorts of things so that may, may not be uh, making your uh, your mind uh, uh, control. You know, people come and uh, sit down and do some uh, breathing exercises, and then uh, they think they have uh, done the meditation, or they may be doing prayer or uh, looking at one word and all that. So everything has got its own uh, benefit and limitations, but there's a way to be in silence 
when you are not using the mind and then that's a very good art and also science and also immensely beneficial so that's the test you have silence in your mind so anybody wants to come up and talk to me that's why in instagram or in the clubhouse or on the uh, wisdom app you know and i'll be happy to engage in the discussion and then see your experience with it and uh, we can go uh, further on that too so this is like a fourth day of introduction of my wellness space as you remember i did the food activity sleep and then today is the how to silence the mind a little bit at least it's not that we become stupid or we become completely uh, you know growing in our memory you know imagination in our intellect they all have place but how can you make uh, that a, a habit whereby you can uh, have it all the time and then is a regular thing that you can uh, um you can cultivate and then you can get benefit from that that is my aim uh, so that's an important aspect especially in this era of information growth information overload and stress from that you know so i'm seeing a lot of people do that and that's what i wanted to uh, present here in today well, this whole introduction what the plan is take these uh, four pillars of wellness uh, food activities sleep and the meditation and discuss each one like a uh, one week uh, going deeper deeper into that and all the questions uh, all the circles will be explored and then um, presented to everybody um, you can discuss as much as you want i can go and uh, take a lot of aspects of each pillar like a diet i can go into um all the way from uh, growing the proper foods to consumption to uh, cooking and also uh, waste disposal and also nutrigenomics um, herbals or uh, supplements and uh, also the ayurveda diet sattvic diet yogic diet what are the implications uh, what how to choose what is appropriate for us, all that so the more you open the more complexity we can go and i also plan to uh, or hope to uh, get some people that are experts in those fields and then maybe they can come and uh, spare some time for us to uh, educate their expertise you know that is also in the plans so as it is going to go for almost a month you know uh, so people will be uh, invited ahead uh, maybe they can make time and come and uh, participate in our endeavor i plan to do it for sure but i hope other people also will join us you know uh, they ask me a lot of questions when i go to the other uh, rooms and then i met those people i know them but i haven't uh, uh, asked anybody to come and talk in my rooms so far uh, but i will ask them and see whether they will show up, you know so let's see whether he wants to come up uh, i will ask her to come up and see whether she wants to discuss anything anybody on the wisdom app also are welcome to come up and uh, participate in the discussion okay king is there
Okay. Hi there. Yeah, I can hear you. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Yeah, I can. So, what is your name? Tree of Life? Yes, sir. What do I call you? You can call me... You can call me Tree. Tree. Okay. Or Bodha. You can call me Bodha. Buddha. Okay. Very good. Very good. So... What? How do you get followers on this app? I didn't get it. I couldn't understand what you're asking. How do you get followers on Clubhouse? Okay. Uh, on the Clubhouse, uh, I know I've been here only a few months. And uh, so, anyway, today's topic we want to talk about uh, is. Uh, more involved with the Buddhism too, you know. Uh, but then uh, uh, the Vipassana that he talked about became world famous and people are still uh, trying to do that with uh, concentration on the breath, you know. Uh, that is also pretty uh, uh, pretty much uh, uh, appreciated by people and I think he disappeared. But then, uh, uh, first of all, um, the tree under which uh, Buddha sat down and then he didn't want to go anywhere unless he has self-realization. And then what happens is uh, he gets all his conditioning come up and he deals with that with his own mind. And as he transcended the, the mind and the buddhi, the intellect, that's why Buddha means the one who transcended the mind and the intellect, the whole inner, inner uh, antakarna, they call it, inner, um, you know, neurological, whatever it is, he went beyond by himself. And that's why he's called Buddha and who has mastered the buddhi. Buddhi is more like an intellect, understanding, um, discriminatory power and all of that, you know. And then he discovered that silence within. And that uh, staying in the silence, uh, he did all the time. And from there, all his uh, universal truths, everything came up. You know, he didn't want to follow anybody. He interviewed so many gurus at the time, but he could not uh, make it his experience. But when he sat on the tree with the determination, I'm not going to get up from here unless I have this uh, uh, self-realization, unless I know who I am through my mind you know that's what he did and he was able to uh, he was able to get that enlightenment and then he came out and then what buddha thought what other people are doing uh, may not be completely the same now because they made it into a system he was completely against that you know he was for the people to realize their buddhahood which everybody has in them you know and he claimed that uh, you don't have to become a, a religion. You don't have to worship anybody. Uh, you can uh, engage in your own internal dialogue, not with the thought, but with the intuition. You can feel your own self. And that is uh, very, very valuable. But later on, 
his uh, disciples meditate religion his disciples made him like a god now actually he said i'm not god and then he never mentioned about the god at all you know he but he showed what a human being can do to transcend the sorrow in the world you know and that is uh, very valuable uh, what he went through and what he shared with the world but most of the time people are uh, uh, really uh, uh, dragging everything into the the same kind of dogmatic theories religions and all that you know and then missing the essential point each human being is capable of turning inside and finding out who they are but then we learn so many things in between they come between that and really what we can achieve you know uh, so i am very fascinated with buddha right from the childhood uh, but i didn't place him like a uh, another religion or something i wanted to explore what was his questions how did he find out what were the um, perceived answers by him and he very specifically said uh, not uh, not to follow any particular ism and also don't make him an ism and a god too uh, so uh, that's why i kind of uh, appreciate him quite well you know in so many ways you know. so anybody has uh, any questions so please come up and we can have a dialogue otherwise i will go through some of the things that we could explore in this meditation see you can take it meditation as a process and um, practices for years without really knowing the significance of it you know or you can start very simply just to determine yourself i'm going to watch my thoughts today i'm not going to make a comment on them or i'm going to suppress them just watch watch them from morning till evening what are they coming uh, where are they coming from what do they mean when i have so many thoughts are they coming at a tremendous speed or are they coming like a slow you know can i slow them down and then can i see them can i observe them can i identify whether they are negative or positive all these are inner exercises you cannot have this by studying book or by listening to anybody even like me we were talking about you got to do what is indicated by the great teachers and the books and anybody who is doing uh, meditation as a natural way and that means they are in meditation all the time and that is possible you see initially uh, we may think that oh this so many thoughts how can you do it but then if you can use thought when you need rest of the time find time to uh, keep it down you know and uh, really watch them if you cannot keep them down they are coming in and also see the things that are causing this inflation of the thought they are really inflated in the sense one thought becomes 10 thoughts you know uh, so people are actively imagining actively planning actively uh, involving their uh, intellect in so many ways right so you want to you want to uh, really uh, see that uh, thinking wants to come up okay 
Where is he? Where are you, King? I wanted you to come up. Yeah, there he is. Yes, sir. What's going on, Dr. Brown? Hi. Yeah, I, I, I'm discussing the fourth pillar of wellness today and meditation, right? So I was, yes, sir. <laughs> I was exposing how we don't even watch them thoughts and don't let them go at the speed they want. And that is not everybody, but most of the people run very high gear, like the fifth gear, all day thoughts. And then we want yes. some relief, okay? So you know what I mean, you know? So the people like uh, you, Absolutely. yeah, who is looking inside is a little different, but general people I'm talking about. And then... Uh, so, let me ask you something. Yeah. If a person has just a mind full of thoughts and their mind is racing all day, yeah. how can they get into meditation? How can they get to the point yeah. to where they can empty their mind? Do you have any steps for them? Yeah. Uh, it's not like a simple answer, but uh, like I said, first try to determine to watch them, okay? And then try to determine the reasons that are inflating thoughts. <clears throat> like you are allowing yourself to have too many plans instead of one big plan. Uh, you are mm -hmm. too many sources of information, like a multi-devices. Um, right now, I have the two iPads and the computer and the, uh, also the iPhone, right? But I'm basically talking yes. to you on the iPhone and I'll focus on that each second where somebody comes on the clubhouse and they want a question, then I will move there. Uh, but if all of them come, then I will choose one at a time and go there, right? Like that, can we do with the thoughts? See, uh, we are doing the things in a relaxed way, you can do that. But then the frenetic piece, the way they drive us, the way the work and the commitments and all that. So we just want to say, what is important for me today? Let me focus on that first, you know, and then I will take other things. Why do you have to eat breakfast with the TV going and the music blaring and then cup goes on one way like that, you know? People do that without really realizing that is a very big attack on their attention span and also doesn't allow them to be quite between the thoughts. So you're saying focus on one thing at a time, basically. One, yeah, one thing at a time. And also, don't allow the mind to go to other things right now. What you are, you want to pay attention. So, focusing the thought comes later once you have the concentration. And also, focusing can be three different ways. A devotee to something like a god, he can go in front of him and then close his eyes and then think about God and focus that way. Or the, well, you can do some job and then you can focus on that, continuously focus on that and be in the flow with that, you know. That is better for a lot of people. But if you combine these two things, like a, what you focus on is very valuable to you or very important to you, at the same time, that is also the job or work that you are doing or writing a book or whatever you know, that you want to do, you are doing that's meaningful. And um, you will be really, very really focused on that, you know. But uh, if you are writing the book and then really consider on the fame and uh, uh, whatever the wealth that comes and all of that, so that's why I want to have this much generation for this book. I've met friends who are doing that, you know. They may get the book, they may be successful in that, but they are now failing in the internal. 
right? Right, and no doubt. So, so basically, you're saying focus on one thing at a time and yeah. live in the moment. Don't yes. bombard your mind with so many things, or that's it. Don't be distracted by so many things in the moment. Is that what you're saying? That's it. That's it. You know, it's a question of where it's coming from. What I'm making these things to come at me like that. You know, that kind of awareness should be there all the time for a while. And then you will discover that silences between the thought processes. And once you are beginning to land there and then come and use the thought, that means the slave who is supposed to be your slave has become master now. Because it's coming all over, right? But now that will be your slave because you kind of put it under the chain. You can put it under, not suppressing deliberately, but understanding the movement and allowing the forces to go down that are inflating the thoughts. And then, then you will be able to uh, really enjoy the silences. The more you enjoy the silences, the more effective your thought will be. Because that intellect is like a knife. Very, very, very strong, right? But you have a strong base of silence now. Rooted in that, you work. That's the case uh, I try to do all the time. I don't have to try now. Mostly silence, not thought. It used to be mostly thought, occasional silence. I like that. So, so you're saying that the silence is where you find your peace. Yes. Peace. What about the people that feel alone when they're in silence? What would you tell them? Well, that is, uh, feeling of alone is also a thought. They've got feelings like that because they have this uh, identification that I'm not really with anybody, nobody likes me, I'm with nobody, that kind of thoughts come up, right? And then that becomes the, their aloneness and silence. Aloneness is different than silence, I mean um, loneliness. Loneliness, you feel cut off from people. But if you are alone and silent, actually there is a nourishing energy there. Oh, I like that, I like that. So, yeah. so basically you said empty your mind or yeah. Empty your mind of all thoughts. All thoughts. What is needed can be there, but then you are involved with the thought and doing this. So you're in flow state. So you don't have this bombardment of different thoughts coming all over because you are more focused on what you are doing. Your quality of work, remember. But the important thing is, uh, if you go to office, you have one particular task to do. People don't leave you like that. They will come with the different things as though that's all okay, just tell them and go, oh, I'm just telling you. But then the uh, executives, chief uh, CEOs, and that what we do is, we kind of trying to separate those disturbances as much as possible. So to get to me before I came on the social media, you got to go through three, four people before they, you get to talk to me. Deliberate. Deliberate. No, 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 I like that. I like what you're saying. Yeah, because you know, the patient needs the attention, right? And he's the most important. He's the one who is paying for his time and for, for my expertise and all. So I don't want any disturbance between that and me. That is the main thing I have to do there anyway. So somebody will take the phone and answer the phones. Somebody will uh, greet the people who come in. Somebody will prepare them. And then when that's all done, when he's ready for me, I will go to the room. I, I focus completely on it. And rest of them are delegated to people. Like that, we have to delegate in our own mind what is the most important thing I want to do today. 
and then go after that and see what are the interference that are coming can i really put it away or ignore to people want to see that political negative stories continuously there is no need for that or there is some storm and you want to follow the um, path of the storm you want to right. that's important that's fine but then somebody um, has this law trial and all that out of uh, curiosity they want to you know alert their diversion alert their focus to somewhere else they are diverting it so those kind of things when you are observing the thoughts what are coming into you and what is uh, really provocating them then you can cut down those stimuli then you become more yeah you're more focused right king you know the, whatever you want to do you're more focused i see you interviewing Absolutely. you are very focused on the person who you are interviewing oh yes sir yeah and then, yeah Absolutely. that's exactly what yeah that's what exactly you are doing you are not uh, doing support and different thing you catch the intricacies you catch the delicacies you catch the all the nuances uh, as you are interviewing and, and, and I love what you said about just focusing on one thing. Like you said, you don't need so many things going at once. Yes. Even though you got like three iPads over there right now, <laughs> you still focus on this conversation. Yes. Yeah. Right now, so. They are they are all doing their job. They you know recording and showing me to people to my friends on the clubhouse and Instagram. They're okay, and I'm on the wisdom with you. I'm focusing on you because you chose to come and have a conversation. We're having conversation. Everybody yes, else sir. is uh, listening when they want to talk about it. Uh, well, my time running out. Yeah, come back, come back. I did ask you to come back. Oh, yeah. I'm back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, but, but that's good. You, so you got um, you got it on Clubhouse and you got it on Wisdom and you have it on Instagram. So I think that's good. And I'm glad yeah. you're giving us the meditation ways, the ancient ways yeah. of us to um, clear our minds. Yeah. Like you said, the world is just full of so many things. It's hard yes. for people to focus right now. Yes. See, basically, this is like an introduction. This program I want to run for four weeks. Okay, you know, uh, each week we are going to explore one pillar of wellness. First week will be food. Second week will be um, activity. Third week will be, uh, you know, um, sleeping. And then fourth week will be this thought meditation. How would we manage all the stress from that? That is the idea. Yeah, I want to. I want to be in the sleep broadcast. People yeah. don't know that the only time your brain fully refreshes is when you do sleep. So yeah. I can't yeah. wait till you bring that one as well. Yeah, actually, there are ways that you can do before sleep to aid the process, and after the sleep to really develop the habit of how to retain that what you were there in the deep sleep through the day. See, I love it. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I gotta get my sleep. I 
lot of people think not sleeping is going to make them rich. Mm. That's just not true, man. I think more people yeah. need to sleep. And, and what do you think about this quote? True meditation is about being fully present with everything that is, including discomfort and challenges. Exactly. It is not an escape. Exactly. Actually, true meditation is where it's a state of conscious and no thought. You're alert, aware, but no thought. I like that. I like that. I'm also looking at yoga mm. begins right where I am, not yes. where I was yesterday or where I long yes. to be. What do you think about that? Yeah, where yoga is when thought stops, it starts. See, the role of thought, we kind of elevated it to the extent where it is really uh, not uh, uh, healthy for us. Like uh, thoughts happen to us, we don't happen to thought. Wow, I like that. That's, I like that. that's where we kind of make a mistake thinking that thought is us, everything about the and That's why we kind of... Uh, regret that energy that we spend on the thought. Like 70,000 starts happen in the uh, average man. Uh, and then we race it up and that is neurotic. That takes a lot of energy without us knowing. But directed thought, focused thought, it doesn't have other things coming up, actually raises your energy. See, when you write a page of a, a book, you are, when you did that uh, thing, that is the one that they are talking about. So, you... I like that. I like self-acceptance. Yeah, self-acceptance. I, I love that they said that. That's self-improvement. Yes. Self-acceptance. Yeah. Accepting yourself where you are, Yeah. like you said, in the moment. In I the think moment. that's so important. Yes. The higher self is very much uh, uh, is the awareness like, you know. Uh, it has the thoughts coming in and you'll use them, but it won't give that much to that, you know. Uh, so that's why it can have creative energy coming through it. See, if you are having, if you are having, like you recall, when you are creative, you had this idea, you want, you had the idea coming to you, not that you yes. developed out of some conclusion, you know. Like the insight. No, I love it. I love it. I yeah. love it. And I think more meditation needs to be done. Yes. And like I was telling you earlier, you know, those are the alpha brainwave modes. Yes. And I, I love that you push it so hard about just clearing the mind. Yeah. You know, emptying the mind of pretty much everything. Yes. Exactly. And then you can start everything again. So in the night thing, what you want to do is before you go to sleep, you want to clear everything, all the junk we had accumulated through the day. Whatever it is, however valuable we think it is, it still has to be cleared so that the recovery of the mind is much better. It, I love it. And, and I also love when you said, uh, forgive as you go. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, I definitely practice what you're saying as far as Empty your mind, empty yeah. your mind each night yeah. so you don't go to bed with that junk on your mind. And I think it's good to have a filtering system yeah. 
You know, what is surprising thing about that thing, you get used to that so much, you will be doing it as you accumulate the um, trash. And later on, you don't even accumulate the trash. You see, when I said to... Uh, and, you, and, and you know, that's how I live now. I don't yeah. accumulate the trash because I try to make sure exactly. you know, I can give as I go and, uh, and, 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 and make sure that I'm also living a moment. Yeah. I don't have to make that moment. Some people have a bad moment and make it a bad lifetime. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. You I know, like, okay, I, I said what I had to say to Dr. Rod in the moment. Yes. And after the moment is over, I let it go. That's it. That's it. That is the way, healthy way to be in any relationship. And uh, especially uh, once we kind of uh, let go these conditioning factors that we have learned about, oh, this person should be like this. To be appreciated as a uh, you know good person or whatever and those kind of judgment is okay but then taking a, a value on that person is kind of uh, uh, you know skeptical if you don't do that then you accept them for what they are and then let it go that's it absolutely mm. you know like they said uh, uh Inhale, in, inhale the good stuff yeah. and exhale the bad stuff. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> exactly. You know, Actually, that I is like very that true. Brother. Very true, King, because in yoga they teach you with each inhalation you are getting the life force in you and with the exhalation you are getting all the toxins out. That is true, true, right? We get oxygen, everything coming into us and then we let the carbon dioxide get off. And I love it, man. I got to get the toxins out. Got to get the trash out. Yeah. So I think it's definitely important to be able to close your eyes. Yes. And think of nothing. Yeah. And accept yourself. And, and as you go about your day, you know, filter around the junk and trash and, and, and hold on to what's good. Yeah. You know, even like earlier when you were saying, don't get caught up in the applause. Yeah. Get caught up in mastering the craft. Get yes. caught up in the perfection of the art. And I think that was beautiful. That's yeah. something I'm taking with me, yeah. you know, today, so. Come back, King. Yeah, there you are. So I'm, oh, yes, I'm, I yeah, I'm so glad you picked up the point of excellence, King, because that's what you, you are trying to hold on to all the time. Right? You don't want to Absolutely. compromise your talk and everything according to the people, but always come back to this is what is the excellence I want to go after, and I'm not going to yes. pull myself down, or you, I'm going to let you pull me down. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's why meditation is so <clears throat> yeah. to uh, focus on yourself and accept self. And I love what you said. Yeah. Let, uh, me, let, me, let me tell you a definition came to my mind because um, mm -hmm. well, on my path to this meditation learning, um, he, uh, Krishnamurti said something. Meditation emptying the content of the consciousness. 
meditation is emptying the content of the consciousness. Whatever it is, good or bad, emptying all of that by going into it, understanding and getting it. Like for example, we talked about how does an artist should respond to the claps and the adulation and praise and all of that, right? And then what does he do when that comes at him? Does he allow his ego to flare up and come in between his pursuit and not? Yes. That is the yeah, understanding. I think, yeah. I think many more people need uh, that that type of uh, perspective yeah. um, from from the people that they uh, look up to. You yeah. know what you told your son is very important. Yeah. But I also think, like you said, meditation is very important to get away from the crowd and get away from the noise, so yeah. you can actually focus on you. Yeah. And uh, accept some things that you might not want to accept, like how you said your son called you and said. Yeah. You know, he was number two, but he actually was number one. I yeah. It's important. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important not to internalize yeah. uh, what the world says, but, but, but also learn how to define yourself. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, get better at your craft. Yeah. But I think I, meditation can actually add to that. Yeah. He never uh, cried after that. He just took it like, a, I know my goal. I know internally what I have to do. And I will do it uh, myself. If, if I win it or not, I win at my practice every day. You know, so that is what uh, he is aiming for—a good practice, perfection there. And then he was very happy with it. You know, so uh, yeah. it's kind of what, giving. And, and, you know, looking at another quote, yeah, it says, "What you think you become, what you feel you attract, what you imagine you create." Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, you are in charge now. See, you are not allowing that conceptual random thoughts coming at you or compulsive thought coming at you or somebody throwing some opinion at you and you are immersed in that. You are not that, you know. You are in charge of that and you know exactly where you are and you don't let these things uh, uh, influence you at all. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so you said for, for, for the people that have the noisy minds, yeah. It seem to be overthinkers, you said, uh, pretty much just think about one thing at a time. Yeah. There's a process for that. What you do is first try to concentrate all the thoughts to one place, like, you know, and then that will be good. That means you kind of close your eyes, you kind of focus on the air that's coming into the air and out, and that gives you some concentration and all that, you know, and then begin to watch the thoughts as they are there. And then the rapidity go down, they slow down. Then try to be with one thought only. And you can see that thought is a negative thought coming up again and you go, oh, that guy insulted me, something like that. Then you can say, okay, that is his problem. Why am I making my problem now? Right? He said and he left. He's, he's not there, but I'm still holding on to it. So that kind of attention really drops that thought. And art makes it right. and, and it's almost, <clears throat> you, you know, it's almost the art of letting go. Yeah, exactly. But letting go uh, will not happen unless you identify this is a negative, this is not here, this is not present. That, that kind of thing goes. And then it becomes a habit to really not react overly to anything people say 
uh, if it is real, we want to learn from it, that's fine. But if this is emotional churning, that is what I'm talking about. Somebody says something negative about us and he goes away, then we hold on to it and then we'll be churning, oh, he said that. And you feel a lot of girls do that, you know. I always tell them, don't hit yourself. He hit you and left. You're hitting yourself again and again. That is, Absolutely. yeah. You know, yeah, that's one thought orientation. Yeah, after the one thought orientation is accomplished, then you can go beyond. That's called pratipaksha bhavana. This is how I help people with anxiety and also depression, because it's nothing but anxiety, the worrying about future, thinking of something fearful, all into the future, right? The moment we show them that's not it here, you are just imagining this, they are able to see that one thought, they automatically replace it with a positive. Positive being, that's not here. Why am I worried about it? I come and then I will deal with it. <clears throat> the depression is the negative. In, mostly it goes into the past. Oh, that happened that way. That's why I don't have any work in me. I'm going to uh, uh, resign for this and all that. You know? That also you don't want to do that. You know, what you don't do is, okay, that's gone. Why am I worrying about it now? Let it go. That one thought replacement is that technique, Pratipaksha Bhavana. That means cognitive reframing of the thought. Absolutely, Dr. Yeah. Rao. Like I said, you know, I'm letting it all go, man. That's all I know how to do, bro. Yeah, sure. Let it go. Let it go. And, I, you know, I let God. Man. Yes. No, but I, I'm, I'm loving the meditation. What do you think about prayer as well? Okay, the prayer is also, you know, in the initial stage, okay, but then you want to reach the God within you, not outside of you. So this is, uh, Absolutely. so the prayer is kind of, uh, you know, for the novices, you know, but then if they can't hold their thoughts uh, concentrated in one place, then uh, they have some source that they can believe in doing it. Let them do it, you know, if that is. But then um, asking for transactions, um, I want um, food right now, give me some money. India, a lot of people do that, you know. That is the one something kind of led to a lot of uh, problems for people because they don't have the self-worth. They don't have self-determination, I'm going to work at it. And I want uh, energy for that, but not uh, somebody uh, out of the air to be done. That kind of deception happens in there, you know. And uh, it's all religious feelings, and it's up to them. They may graduate into something more uh, inside later, you know. But uh, uh, prayer is something, uh, uh, some people put it crudely, you are begging for something. You are not trying to improve your, uh, your uh, energy within, your uh, power within. You're not empowering yourself by really uh, begging for something outside. I love it. I love it. I think mm. prayer can be a form of meditation yeah. as well. Yeah, as well. But then uh, there are limitations for that. Yeah. yeah. People who, who do that. Yeah. They do though. So there are a lot of people are transactional and then they always do that. You know? So it's kind of, uh, uh, it's kind of uh, what happens is, uh, uh, this uh, 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 this uh, uh, practice can disempower some people, can empower some people, but 
but some people can be disempowered. That's why we are careful about that. Um, instead of having an internal dialogue and talking to something unseen and all that, why can't you see the power within you? That conscious spirit that is within you uh, will guide you much better if you can go and stay there, balance yourself. Then all the instruments you have, the thought, the intellect, the body, they all will be your slaves and you can direct See, that kind of thing really, yeah, really happens to people too. Because I've seen in India especially, they mistake God will be giving you boons, giving you all desires fulfilled and all that, you know. God can give you enormous energy. With that, you can work and do it. That's why they have that argument. This is what you say, like for example, they have these lamps, right? They put some oil in the earthen-made lamp and they put a cotton and then light light it up, you know. And then if you put it in the outdoors with the wind, it will blown, it will go away, the flame, right? And extinguish. So that's what they say. You cannot put like that and ask the God to protect that, you know. So you have to have your own, uh, uh, you know, uh, your own try, your own effort to make yourself better too. And that's where it is, you know. But if you are praying because you are want to be one with the universal God and then you are really doing it just for the sake of love of God, that is okay. But this is transactional thing is the one that we kind of found a lot of people. Other thing is, they never use this spiritual energy for transformation within. They may pray and the next time they come and then they, they alert people. So, then what's the use of it? I wonder what happened to that. So anyway, so that is, I think, I don't know what happened to King. Maybe he's run out of the time, you know. <clears throat> so all these uh, uh, areas we are going to talk about as we uh, get into more into the detailed discussion of this and hopefully people will uh, uh, come back and uh, uh, they will be able to do that with me um, and also give me a chance to explore other experts uh, that can come to the room according to the questions I will try to uh, get them. Uh, because each topic is going to be a one-week discussion, maybe an hour or two per day. Uh, so it will be very detailed and it will all be recorded and it will all be uh, researched too. If we don't know something, we want to learn about it, we will definitely uh, come and uh, um, you know join with people and uh, answer those questions. You know. So anything else? Uh, you want to come up or uh, anybody on the uh, wisdom or uh, on the Instagram, you're welcome to come. Uh, I don't want to do a monologue. I want to have engaged in conversation like I did with uh, my friend King. Uh, King is a very um, sincere. Uh, Jay, okay. Jay is coming up. You know, so. 
Hi, Jay. Uh, hi. Uh, hi. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. How are you? I'm good, good. Uh, so, so I, I was a new user here. Uh, what's the topic? Yeah, we're talking about meditation. Uh, meditation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, I never tried that. Uh, if I cannot try, do you have any suggestions? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to make suggestions or you are asking me suggestions? Yeah, this is part of the program uh, we were going to do uh, uh, because uh, this is uh, my effort to promote wellness. Uh, so I want to promote all these pillars of wellness where people can take care of themselves better and empower themselves from within. Uh, so uh, during this process, uh, properly people will uh, find some things useful for them, hopefully, and then they can improve their general health as a whole. Okay. So it's almost nine o'clock now. Uh, so I got some things to do at nine fifteen or so. So if nobody has any other questions, we can close at this place and then we can come back again tomorrow. And this time one week at a time uh, we will start one pillar tomorrow starting tomorrow for a week it is going to be um, not tomorrow i'm sorry monday monday all five days of that uh, will be on food various aspects of food we will talk about and both modern medicine and ayurveda and yoga all those diets will be examined recommendations will be made and sources will be given so that you can go and consult them so after the time, I will take leave and I will call back again. Okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye. I will see you tomorrow. Bye everybody on uh, Instagram.